0: So as we remain on Trump Organization Indictment Watch, let's try to tackle the following question. Why does it often seem to take so long for prosecutors to indict people for their crimes? Let's talk about that because justice and indeed timely justice matters. Glenn Kirshner here. So as we remain on Trump Organization Indictment Watch, we continue to see headlines like the following. This from The Guardian, Trump in financial and political danger as company faces possible criminal charges. And this from Forbes, an indictment will be death blow for Trump hotels, resorts, and golf clubs say, former federal prosecutors. Now, as we wait and as we watch, I wanna try to tackle a question that gets asked over and over and over again. Why does it take so darn long for prosecutors to indict people for their crimes? Especially You know connected influential powerful rich you know white men but i want to set aside the political discussion or answer to that question and i want to talk for just a few minutes about the institutional reasons the systemic reasons that i think accounts at least in part for why it takes so darn long to indict folks for their crimes and in my experience the answer is in part that prosecutors have no deadlines why do I say that there are two ways to start a grand jury investigation there are reactive investigations and there are proactive investigations what do I mean by that A reactive investigation is the prosecutor reacting to an arrest so an arrest is made and then we have to get in the grand jury and we have to move out quickly toward an indictment why because once an arrest is made the defendant is presented to the judge to the court typically within 24 to 48 hours and we are on the court clock So we have deadlines one after another and they come rapidly and we need to investigate in the grand jury and promptly return an indictment. That's a reactive investigation. We react to the arrest. Most federal investigations, the overwhelming number of federal investigations are proactive investigations. How does that differ from a reactive investigation? A proactive investigation is law enforcement you know, detectives investigators fbi agents um sensing that there is some criminal activity afoot and the prosecutor will go into the grand jury and open what's called an, a grand jury original investigation it's a fancy term for nobody's been arrested and when nobody's been arrested you know what there are no deadlines the court is not breathing down our necks saying you need to move out promptly toward an indictment so we can get this case moving through the system. So here is part of what I have seen firsthand and I was a federal prosecutor for more than a couple of decades. When prosecutors have no deadlines in these proactive, these open-ended grand jury investigations, the inclination is to investigate as thoroughly, as exhaustively, as deeply as possible. Because you don't have a deadline, you might as well try to perfect your case, make it as strong as humanly possible, make it so it's bulletproof, so you can't possibly lose it at trial. But here's the problem with prosecutors having no deadlines in the context of that kind of a grand jury investigation. Think about this. If your boss came to you and said, I have a big project for you, and you have no deadline, none, zero, take all the time you want, your boss says, now you will be judged, you will be assessed and evaluated at how thoroughly you Work on this project and how thorough your work product is at the end, but you have no deadlines, none. How long would you take to work on that project? Would you take months? Would you take years? Heck, there's no deadline. That is part of the problem. When these proactive investigations get worked, they tend to drag on sometimes endlessly. And we wait, and we wait, and we wait. Now, I am really not trying to gratuitously beat up on my fellow brother and sister prosecutors. I I had the honor of working with literally thousands of prosecutors in my 30 years as a prosecutor, and they are good, honest, ethical, hardworking people, who are are trying to protect the community, are trying to vindicate the rights of victims, are trying to hold criminals accountable for their conduct. But when there are no deadlines in these proactive grand jury original investigations, you know, when has the investigation gone on long enough and when is it time to indict? Think Matt Gates, think Rudy Giuliani think Donald Trump. Now maybe there's just not enough evidence that Matt Gates committed crimes or Rudy Giuliani committed crimes or Donald Trump committed crimes. Not enough evidence to indict. and if you believe that I am I'm sure there are any number of people who would be happy to sell you a bridge. Here's the sticking point for me, the Mueller Report. The Mueller Report, volume two, meticulously documented multiple, as many as 10 felony obstruction of justice crimes by Donald Trump. It's been investigated thoroughly. The evidence has been preserved. Why? Because as Bob Mueller, famously testified Donald Trump could be indicted for those crimes once he leaves office. So that's kind of the sticking point for me. There doesn't seem to be any more grand jury investigating that needs to go on before Donald Trump can be indicted for those most serious crimes by a then- sitting president, obstructing justice over and over again. Folks, I have indicted and tried obstruction of justice cases. I lost some, I won some, but you know what I did? I investigated them in a timely manner, I returned indictments, and I went to trial. And that's where we are. There need to be indictments of Matt Gates, Rudy Giuliani, Donald Trump, and others assuming the evidence supports those indictments with Donald Trump it undoubtedly does and let's use matt gates as an example if there's not enough evidence to bring a criminal charge against matt gates if an honest review and assessment of the evidence falls short it's not sufficient to prove matt gates committed a crime than as ugly and smarmy and unseemly and reckless as Matt Gates is, he shouldn't be charged with a crime. The prosecutors best not charge him with a crime if the evidence is insufficient. That's our system. That is what we are duty-bound to do as prosecutors. But if the evidence is sufficient that Gates and Giuliani and certainly Donald Trump committed crimes, then the nation needs Indictments. We need to move forward. We need to be reassured that even rich, powerful, influential, connected white men, politicians, attorneys, members of Congress, former presidents will be held accountable. They will be indicted, they will be tried. And if the prosecutors can persuade a jury of their guilt beyond a reasonable doubt, they will be convicted and they will be punished. Because justice matters. Folks, as always, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.